Welcome back to the Power to Perform podcast. I'm Max Burvey, a senior on the men's alpine ski team, sitting here with yet again Rachel Walker, director of PHP. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. Hi, everyone. So question one today is, how can athletes feel confident and prepared from their training? Well, the simple answer, and we ended last week's podcast um, with a little bit of this, is to stay present from moment to moment in order to take advantage of each training day. Now, that's easier said than done because, as we mentioned last time, um, sometimes you don't have days where you show up and you're feeling 100%. That's part of being human. If you know that and you accept that going into it, you can show up to training anyway with what you're able to give on any given day. It might not be 100%, but it might be 100% for that day. And each day thereafter, that's all that you can do. We call that the 1% rule, right? So if you know that you've been striving for 1% improvement each day of training, that adds up and you'll see significant improvement over time. The other piece to it is you can experiment with your mental skills in training. So things like self-talk, mindfulness, pre-performance routines, imageries, and there's way more. Um, you want to experiment with those things when it's going well and when it isn't going well. So you can trust in your training both physically and mentally when competition day arrives. I really like the idea of that 1% improvement rule where, you know, it, it can be frustrating when you're not seeing this this direct and, and vivid improvement, but it's because it's 1% and it's going slowly, but it's there. Um, and, and, you know, it, it'll happen over time and it's not going to be immediate, but, you know, it can help you reach your outcome goals at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and with breakthroughs, like sometimes you see athletes have breakthroughs and you think that it just happens in that moment, but it, maybe it's that 1% over time that then led to that breakthrough that maybe you're not seeing it each day, but it adds up. Absolutely. And the next question I have for you today is, can you explain the difference between a training mindset and a competition mindset? It's a good question. I think there's probably different views out there, but from my perspective, um, I think it's helpful to bring back that metaphor of the toy car from the last podcast the one where you pull the string and then let the car go. When you have a training mindset, you're building strength and memory in muscles, both the mental muscles and the physical mus muscles. And oftentimes it, it's important to bring it back to the basics in the training to slow it down. That's why, you know, you do, tr you do drills in, in practice to build that memory so that when you pull the string back, like the toy car, you're ready for competition. Now the competition mindset, um, well, let's go back to that training mindset. So if you're using the metaphor of the car, those drills, the repetition, getting the mental reps, the physical reps, that's the pulling of the string. You're building that strength in the string. Um, and then when you go to the competition mindset, that's the moment when you let go of the, the string in the toy car. Um, so your focus on competition day, it shifts to trusting in your training and the strength of that string, the strength of your mental reps, the strength of your physical reps, so you can just let the car go. One thing that's helpful to, for this is mindfulness training um, for the transferability of bringing the pieces of training together into the whole, which can help with transfer, transferability of success from training to competition. So. Um, with 
the training, uh, oh, so let me go back to that toy car for a second. So the toy car can't perform without the pulling of the string, right? So with a training mindset, breaking things down, it's important for improvement and the confidence to let go during a competition is equally important. There are decades of research on flow state. Three key factors associated with the flow state include present moment attention, sense of control, and a loss of self-consciousness. The cool thing with this is that these key factors for flow state are also associated with mindfulness training. And I'm just going to put a plug in here for CU athletes. We have a partnership with the Calm app. So be sure to register and you can start enhancing your resiliency skills today through that mindfulness training. Well, I really like this idea, this interchangeable aspect between training and competition and how, you know, it's not just uh, black and white. Um, there's so many aspects that go into it uh, through mindfulness and things like that, where, you know, um, when you're when you're competing, there's so many mental aspects that you have from training that are going to be into that and the other way around where um, sometimes, you know, when you're in training and, and you're feeling relaxed and you're maybe performing better, uh, sometimes trying to bring yourself into that competition mindset can help you be prepared for that next event. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's connected. It's all interconnected. It's all, it's all interconnected. Um, so the reflection and takeaway tip, what do you got? Okay. So... The, uh, sometimes you need to break it down in training to build it up and let it go in competition. Grounding yourself in training and competition can help enhance flow state and performance. It can, so in order to do that, here's a tip. It can be helpful to identify a physical cue to anchor you to the present moment. For example, in alpine skiing, I used to stomp my feet in the start and take a deep breath with that stomp. So the question I have for, your, for you athletes out there, what's your anchor to the present moment? You know, I actually do have an answer for that. Um, I do something, you know, not necessarily stomp my feet, but I do something where I count my fingers when I'm in the start, and I, I like to keep myself present. I even do it during exams sometimes when... I, I feel, you know, disconnected or I'm feeling, you know, unfocused. I like to count my fingers and bring me back to the moment. I'm not sure why it works, but it works. And um, Well, I think that's awesome. Yeah. I would take that a step further and connect that physical thing with a deep breath. Um, the cool thing is, is that when we're alive, you always have your breath with you and you can train your breath to anchor you to the present moment and we'll actually introduce a, a deep breath um, skill next time. Well... Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so I'm going to finish up with a quote, and that is, good luck is when opportunity meets preparation, while bad luck is when lack of preparation meets reality. Rachel, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.